This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things. All Elite Wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And this is your AEW Rampage review for December 10th, 2021. And if you're not aware, they sent Hook. Oh, yeah, they did. I cannot be more impressed with how Hook looked in the ring. Um, he no. was impressive. And I know, I know, Sarah, I know you want to talk about that because you were impressed with Hook, too. A hundred percent. I know you reasons. were. <laughs> No, you were. Uh, we just talked about it before we started recording, and let me tell y'all, she is impressed with Hook. But bef- <laughs> before <laughs> before we talk about how impressed we were with Hook, maybe for different reasons. Yeah, um, no. I want to remind I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our Rampage and Dynamite reviews, Q and A's, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay per views. Uh, also, give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yes, ma'am. Please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would help us out a lot and would be greatly appreciated. Yep. All right. So, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk about Hook? I mean, are you ready to talk about <laughs> Are you ready to talk about Rampage? Yeah, can we skip through loads though and just get to the Hook bit? Straight to Hook. We'll get there eventually. Be patient. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first match we saw the Lucha Brothers defend their AEW tag team oh titles against FTR, and it was an awesome defense. Uh, oh my god, it's so good. Eventually, the Lucha Brothers put away FTR with the fear factor. But yeah, a great defense, great match. And as, mm. as much as we've seen them involve with each other, um, over the last uh, last few weeks, month even, you know, since the pay-per-view yeah. before that, um, this felt fresh. This match really, yeah, it really did. really a fun one. I mean, I'm always one that goes, oh, FTR matches, they're always the same formula, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're not great. It's just sometimes I like people to mix it up a bit. Um, but when they're against yeah. the Lucha Brothers, I don't know. It, and this match, I mean, I was literally um, like captivated. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love this and like the near falls literally got me. Yep the the only thing uh, I'm not a I'm, I'm becoming not a huge fan of title matches on a tape rampage. Um, yeah, because it, it's like okay, I am like ninety nine point nine percent sure a title is definitely not changing hands on a tape show. Yeah. 
I know it's happened before in the past during the yeah. pandemic era. You know, the things are a little different then. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Brody winning the TNT title was on a tape show, correct? I think so. I'm pretty sure that was that was tape. So that's one of the rare moments in AEW history, which hasn't been, of course, there hasn't been a ton of title changes because the AEW's you know, less than three years old, but but still, it's you, a baby. You, but still, you always get the feeling with the tape shows. It's definitely not going to happen because you might have caught wind of it by now yeah. that something happened. So, but that being said, the match is still great. I would just rather those these title matches be saved for live shows. Yeah, for li- live rampages and dynamites. That's my yeah. only my only nitpick. Um. But after this, we got the trios match of Ruby Soho, Anna Jay, Ty Conti taking on Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and, and Penelope Ford. Yep. And Brass Knuckles, as oh, you God. with the Bunny and Penelope Ford, were involved uh, because Anna Jay got tagged with those Brass Knuckles and then hit with a beast bomb from Nyla Rose for the victory. Yep. Uh, so Nyla, Bunny, and Penelope Ford got the victory in this one. So how did you how did you like this match? This was actually really fun. Um so happy I had my my three favorite three of my favorite ladies in AEW in the same ring at the same time. Um, uh, I didn't realize you liked Nala Rose, the bunny, and uh, Penelope Ford that much. <laughs> no disrespect, but I mean on the other side. <laughs> oh, okay. Got you. Um yeah, so I love this. Um, Ruby Soho and Anna Jay and Ty Conti really work well together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a really good match, and it didn't it wasn't short either. I mean, it wasn't like thirty minutes, but it wasn't you know yeah. like a minute. So yeah, I I enjoyed this, and so did my husband. Yeah, <clears throat> and it didn't it didn't feel like it really. You know, we we looked at this this rampage, and there were four matches. Yeah, and it, it, our fear was that something was going to get cut short, specifically. Yeah, the the women's match, but it it really uh, now look, watching the show, it didn't feel like anything really got cut short. No. It all felt uh, felt like everything had time to breathe. Yeah, uh, which was weird because I think this might be the first four match rampage. Usually, it's three matches. It can be that's done. The format. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot more action, a lot less uh, talky-talky. Which is probably better for Rampage. Yeah, absolutely. Consider it's meant to be more action. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's how it's they build it. <laughs> yep. Um, because when you have four matches, you can't really, can't have a lot of talking. You can't um, so say much. Stick with, stick with the four-match format. That would be pretty good. Yeah. But this this matchup really was... Uh, a lot of it was to set up this TBS semifinal match between mm. Ruby Soho and Nala. So, um, can you can you pick a winner in this one? Uh, I, I, I don't want to because I'm no scared. Scared? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I know who I want to win. Yeah, it's it still feels like it's it's Ruby's. It's got to be. Right? Uh, I don't know. I feel, like if I, I feel like if I say it's meant to be hers, it won't be. So. You're gonna if, I don't it. Say, if I don't say yeah. anything, then okay. if, like, she wins, I'll be ecstatic. If she loses, I'll well, be sad, but I won't be as devastated as get my hopes up. See, I don't do what you do. 
<laughs> no, you don't do it. I do. I try. I try and measure my expectations. <laughs> I am a clever pessimist. I have told you this so many times. It yeah. works into all aspects of my life. You're such a pessimist, and I'm the opposite. Going into that, um, going into all out, still claiming <laughs> that Hangman was going to win the title at all out. Yeah. I, I'm so far the other way on the spectrum. How that like, went for you was not I know. Good. Yeah, I just you know, it, it's it's a it's a a great example of you're you're correct of how a different <laughs> mindsets are as far as. <laughs> The negative positive balance we have here. It's good. Yeah. All right. Um so then we have one of the only talky talky segments and there honestly wasn't much talky talky in it. Uh it was when um Darby and Sting were backstage with Tony <laughs> Schiavone and they were ambushed by FTR and Tully Blanchard. Uh eventually Tully Blanchard getting uh, uh, a shot at Sting's family jewels, leaving Sting and Darby in some pain afterwards. So it literally feels like everybody's after Darby and Sting. Uh, Are we getting Tully and Sting? You know they were really leaning into the fact that um, they're going to be in the Greensboro Coliseum for the Holiday Bash on December twenty second, and that it's a legendary facility. So. It does feel like they're hearkening back to going with a nostalgia feel with Sting's appearance on that December yeah. 22nd show. You have Tully involved here. So I feel like there there is going to be something, an old school feel, something there. And it could be Tully versus Sting. The way that I look at it is, is AEW have been using Legends really well. Yeah. Um, and I feel if they do this match you've got that question of it will be either really really good and nostalgic or it'll be really really bad and it'll be Goldberg <laughs> um, and like The Undertaker and all that t- oh. yeah. so hmm. but then again if they're doing it, are they doing it on a tape show 22nd no that's going to be the Dynamite no, that's, that's the Dynamite yeah, um, there's going to be Holiday Bash 1, which is Dynamite, and Holiday Bash 2, which is going to be taped. Rampage will right. air, I think, on Christmas Christmas night. That right. Rampage will not be Friday. It'll be Saturday. Right, okay. Um, so, I mean, if they, if they did it on Rampage and it was taped, it might work. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not really, you know, chomping up a bit for... Sting and Tully Blanchard, if I'm honest. Yeah. I I would be okay because of the area they're in. It's kind of like them like the way things went down on um, Long Island with MJF. It's it's the setting you're going for. You're not going to see Sam Punk as the villain anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Pretty much, except for there. They took advantage of that situation and created this went with it and created this narrative there. This mm. could be a little bit of a situation where, hey, we know where we're going to. There's going to be some old school fans there. Mm. And they they would love to see this one last matchup. Uh, mm. And give it a short match. Maybe maybe it's them wrestling, but it's in a tag match or something. A, a, I mean, that would make me feel a lot better. <laughs> trios match or something. Yeah. But, but if not, you, you make it short. 
but give give the fans something nostalgic to see and not don't draw it out. Just it's not going to be a twenty minute match. I mean, yeah. know what you're working with, be safe with it, and get the the spots in. You know, mm. do your thing, give the crowd you know something to cheer for, and and let that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I agree. It, it it has potential to be to make both guys look really bad instead of building them up or yeah. respecting them in the way they, they are. So mm. but it'll be interesting. something to keep an eye on. And then we had a debut of a young man. Oh, who was it? Uh, it was Taz's son. Not sure. If oh, he's right. What's his name? His name is, uh, if I can pronounce it correctly. It's, yeah. It's Hook. Oh, Hook. Yes. I know that guy. Um, everybody knows him now. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was facing Fuego. And poor Fuego was fed to Oh, Hook. God, Fuego. Hook it ended up making Fuego tap out to Red Rum. That is the official what name. a name. Yes. I, I love that. As a Stephen King fan. Yeah. Um, the shouting. Love it, man. Um, it's good stuff. But look, it, I know we're going to talk about how great Hook looked um, in, in the ring and, as you may say, physically. <laughs> but he does. He was physically impressive. I'll give you that. He, he really, really was. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid the kid is put together. Um, and he yeah. knows he knows his look. He knows his character. Uh, even his, the, his presence when he hit the ring and stood in the corner with his face to Fuego's back in the yeah. corner. Just that that attitude. It's like almost like a more intense with an edge Orange Cassidy. Because he had like a an I don't care yeah. attitude, but it wasn't uh, I'm gonna be lazy and do things. He was he when it when the bell rang, he went to town. He, he yeah. did his business. But his music, the presentation, it fit him. So all that stuff was great about Hook. But I also want to say just how great Fuego was. Yeah. Fuego, his job in this match was to make Hook look like a million bucks, and he absolutely sold for Hook. 100%. Yeah, so I want to, before we really heavy into Hook praises, Fuego, hats off to you, man. This was in a very important spot because Hook is a big part of the future at AEW. Yeah. Uh, So if Fuego is not doing his job correctly, uh, this could fall flat for hook so i mm. would I, I know hook was giving fuego hugs in the back because mm. this he did an amazing job but yeah all right. hook talk <laughs> oh my goodness where to begin um i he, he walked and that was it i was just like okay that's right uh this is gonna be good and then i was just like he's wearing shorts okay He's got his hair all fluffy. Okay. Right. What's he like in the ring? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I said, my husband was watching this at the same time, and he's just looking at me going, I'm here. I was like, mm-hmm. Um, I said, to, I said, when, um, I said, could you imagine if Taz's son got in the ring and was really bad? <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell? I said, oh, my God, no, he's phenomenal. Like, what he can do at such a young age. I mean, I he has literally, it looks like he's been doing this since like he was about one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know Taz says that he's done a lot of sport and he's always been dedicated in sport and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, oh my, just, I literally felt like Frago was just like, just like a, a doll that had no, like, had no, like, you know, movement or anything because he just was like going from over there to over there, to over there, yep. to over there. Um, yeah. And I just love how cool he is about it. Like, as soon as like he won the match, he just got out of the ring and went away. This is brilliant. And I love the fact that Taz literally lost his mind over this. I love the fact that he was that enthusiastic and like it was about his son and he was just like, yeah, enough commentary. Um, <laughs> I'm cheering on my son. Um, so yeah, exactly. like, Taz should 100% be mega proud. Um, I can't wait to see how this is going to go on in Team Taz. Because you've got Powerhouse Hobbs, who's that kind of aloof, big guy. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, you'd run into him and like get a concussion type thing. Like he's solid. Yeah. Then you've got Ricky Starks, who's like the little sassy, cocky heel. But you sort of love him because he's yeah. sassy. Then you've got Hook, this cooler than life kid that should actually be teasing us about liking wrestling um, mm-hmm. that just is phenomenal but I feel like he's a mix of Ricky and Powerhouse Hobbs together in like the way he carries himself and yeah. like how talented he is and everything like that so the dynamics in that, could you imagine what a trios match would be like yep. oh he, my god he kind of, you're right in that he kind of has the the Ricky Starks style appeal, yeah, but the mentality of Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, yeah. he he he. Just by his presence, the way he carries himself, he carries himself like he's bigger than everybody else. Oh, a hundred percent. Although, you know, I want to see him squirt to Lance Archer. He's like two hundred pounds, you know, but he he walks around like he's three fifty. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, he's that. But then again, you know what we saw in the ring, and I know he's it wasn't a world title match, but he he backed it up. You know, every yeah. he backed up his walk. You know, it's one of those things where, yeah. um, it's impressive. And I know I went on and on about Fuego, about how he did such a good job of making Hook look good. Uh, but a lot of that praise. It needs to go on the hook too, because yeah. no matter no matter how good somebody tries to make you look, you still got you still to have be that to good. be yeah you still have to be that good to, to still make yourself look good. No matter how good Fuego is, yeah, he can't make me look good in the ring. You know, it's just it's what it is. So yeah. you, you have to be good to make yourself look good too. So I want I want Hook against Lance Archer. Hook against Marks, Hook against Eddie, basically Hook against everybody. It's it's strange, like fantasy booking a guy for his first match as if he's some legend that we're. I know. You're like, oh, I can't wait to see him versus him. It's just, yeah, he's had one match, and I think a lot of people. Do you are know what I think would be really interesting is if down the line, Hook becomes Taz's favorite. In um in Teen Taz, I think he is already. <laughs> no, but as in like <laughs> I know, um, I know. Gets the shine taken off Ricky. Yeah. 
And then Hook versus Ricky for the FTW title. And bring it home to Daddy. That would be a fun way to go. Mm. I I really like that. And I think that would be a natural way to do it. Yeah. Um, But as they're together now, um, I think a lot of people kind of put Team Taz on like a second tier faction or maybe even a third tier faction. Yeah. Because they haven't had a ton of success uh, nope. most of most of their well the only titles really they've had are is the ftw title which mm-hmm. not recognized by a lot of people because it's not an official AEW title it's something yeah. taz brought in and it just stays within team taz so mm-hmm. it is it is what it is uh however now with with hook and that's not taking anything away from anybody else in team taz but mm. with hook's emergence now as this budding star Team Taz just got exponentially cooler. Like I oh, think, yeah. I think uh, it's weird, but I think Hook's um, ability to wrestle—the <laughs> fact that we can see now that he can go because mm. people have been waiting to see that—it it it elevates the the two guys in Team Taz with him. Uh, yeah. It's weird. The one match elevates the two guys that have been working their butts off the whole time. Um, but but it, does, is, it, it feels like, that way. It just adds a coolness to Team Taz. And yeah. They were already cool in my eyes, but I think it, it yeah. to a lot of the people's eyes, it, it makes them cool again. Well, what I think is really interesting is, like we said, there was four matches on Rampage. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty much sure, scrolling through Twitter, all I saw was hook stuff. Exactly. So the fact that Hooks in Team Taz, mm-hmm. he's literally captivated the entire AW audience. Yep. And he's in Team Taz, so in that sense, that lifts Team Taz up at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's called Star Power, baby. It's and, it, it, and that's how you debut somebody. A hundred percent. Good job. All the way around. Uh, but we did have another match. Uh, we did. It's, it's, crazy that that is overshadowing an Adam Cole match. I know! Because Adam Cole versus Wheeler Utah was a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole did get the victory with the boom. But the boom! And then afterwards, there was a beatdown. Uh, a beatdown in which Trent, having just come back from surgery to his spine and neck area, correct? Yep. Uh, takes a BTE, triple BTE trigger. Um, I think he's okay to wrestle. In the middle of the ring. Yeah, I think he's cleared, but that's just, you know, that visual of... Imagine uh, he's gotten to watch that going, oh my God, <laughs> my work. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, I, th- uh, this, I think this definitely added some heat with him attacking Trent just after he came back. Mm. Um, but uh, a good match, though. Good match. Very, very good. And also, I'd like to point out, when Mark Henry was doing his little um, thing backstage, did you hear Trent go, are we not talking about me? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think Trent's come back. He's obviously been on, like, you know, the Moxley workout scheme. Because yeah. he's jacked. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> and, like, he's also cut, like, um, he's also spoke to the Blade and got his hairstyle. <laughs> and a beard. Um, so the mer- merging like two wrestlers into one wrestler—it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, 
But I think Trent's on a bit of a very, very slow turn. Hmm. Where he's uh, going to want more of a spotlight on yeah, him Yeah, because he generally was not that impressed when they were talking, when Mark Henry was talking to Wheeler Utah. And mm. Trent was like, I thought it was going to be about me. Like, I've just come back, type thing. Um, huh. So, yeah. Mm. That's an interesting thing to watch, I it's think. something to keep an eye on. That's something I wouldn't have expected this quickly. Because didn't they um, come back as Trent Beretta? Did they call him Trent Beretta? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's a, you know, I know it's just adding his last name back on there. Yeah, I Should, know. Yeah. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be that big of a deal, but the fact that he was always Trent. Yeah. Question mark. Uh, mm-hmm. That kind of made him more fun. Yeah. Uh, Trent Beretta sounds like you're get down to nitty-gritty get yeah. serious now so uh hmm, that's interesting i didn't notice the relabeling so that's gonna mm. be something to watch. when he when he debuted on dynamite um i think it was at scalbert when it's trent beretta mm. so keep an eye on this one kids mm. could be something to it so um i'm assuming they're still rolling with this uh hard and heavy with this um uh, Adam Cole, Arns Cassidy feud. Uh, after, after the match we had, Adam Cole giving the low blow to Arns Cassidy. Mm. How, how, how excited are you for this? Uh, for this, I'm feud? a lot more excited than I am about the entire Matt Hardy debacle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like Orange Cassidy gets targeted really quickly in AEW. Mm. Like he's like, so I'm pretty sure someone sticks a kick me sign on the back of him, and like literally everybody just decides to do it because. Is he now in two feuds? <laughs> yeah. Because my Hardy thing hasn't ended, has I, it? Or has I, it? And I just like blinked and missed it. Well, the more you talk about it, the I more it's, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. So I assume it's over with. But now that we've, you know, we've discussed it more. I'll be on dynamite now. Yeah. <laughs> main event winner is coming. It's no uh, the main event. The main event is no longer Brian Anderson versus Adam Page. It's Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. Oh my God! Could you imagine the uproar? <laughs> a hair on a pole match. Oh jeez. Yeah. So um, I don't. I think it's because I think Adam Cole's got more of a gel with Orange Cassidy. Mm. Um, I don't. I just like that dynamic because it's not as it's not being played as a goofy thing. Yeah, like Cassie's pretty serious in this. So, and hey, we have winter is coming this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so excited! These are, these are the matches so far. We have the Dynamite Diamond Final: MJF versus Dante Martin. The winner gets that gorgeous diamond ring. Uh, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru oh Shida. Oh my God! Give it thirty minutes. Three. This is the third match, the rubber match, because they've each won a match. Uh, mm. So we'll see who comes out victorious in this third one. Also, the AEW World Title will be on the line in the main event. As Are you nervous? Semi, not really. Really, I, I I still feel like Paige retains in this, um, considering how winners is coming went last year. It does this make oh, it? No, no, don't mention it. Sends a shiver up your spine. It literally does. 
but yeah, Hangman Adam Page is defending against uh, the American Dragon Brian Danielson. His it's going to be his first title defense, and this is a big one. I love um, how he's starting off small. Yeah, <laughs> working from the bottom up. Yeah, this is literally at the top because uh, yeah. I mean this this is a big moment for Page because Brian Danielson, not just in AEW fans' eyes, but yeah. In, Everybody, you know, wrestling eyes, wrestling fans' eyes. He's considered, if not the one of the top wrestlers, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, some say all time, but definitely right now, uh, it's 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 going to be a it's going to be a big one. And 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 if he picks up this win, uh, Page, it really right from the start of his reign, it solidifies him as a main event player. Yeah. Uh, you really have to take him seriously. So, so you never know what could happen. Um, Don Callis might be lurking. I'm telling you, he's on commentary. Look out. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so, box. very excited for this this episode of Dynamite. Winter is coming. Uh, please, before you go, give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, get in these conversations with us. We get into a lot of talks about AEW on there. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Not really, really. I, I, I still feel like Paige retains in this um but you know we know how right you are about these things shut up considering (laughs) but the boom